History 101. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the Retro Video Games Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today from Eden is none other than Mr. Jam Elias. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing very good, Fred. It, it almost seems appropriate that we're talking about this uh, game all about evolution, because if people theorize that this really is the apocalypse, <laughs> it just makes sense that we should go back and talk about how the world began. <laughs> yeah, I like this show to be timeless so that whenever you listen to it, you know, you won't know. But uh, but yeah, um, the the... <laughs> talking to people who have recently come into the show and are listening to the archives, that's never true. So we may as well just get it out of the way. Uh, we are recording this on an historic day, 11-8-2016, November the 8th, 2016, which is election day in uh, America. And today is the infamous Trump versus Clinton. First woman versus first orange uh, rich billionaire. Um, and and please, please, please don't think that means I side with tr- uh, Hillary or Trump. We will not be talking about Paul politics on this show but everybody has their way of handling it right jam like some people get drunk some people uh go hang out in parties yeah (laughs) i i will be doing a video game podcast about an evolutionary game (laughs) and you will be the best way to react to it (laughs) hell yes so um but we do have emails so we should just jump right into them yeah and one's a little on the late side but we're gonna hold we're not gonna hold that against him um, this is, wait, hold on. Let me make sure. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, so one of them was a uh, top 10. Oh yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Uh, from Michael. Uh, I don't believe it's the Michael from before, but it might be. <laughs> but <laughs> no, like it wouldn't be because he, he says, about. yeah, he says, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I'm a little behind on the podcast. So obviously there you go. He goes, I just listened to the PS2 top 10 today, but I'm catching up. That being said, I think I'd like to submit my top uh, or my PS2 list better late than never, right? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So here's the thing. He labeled it one to 10. Um, hmm. And... I can't tell. So I'm just going to read it top to bottom. I'm sorry if this is your number one and your number 10. I'm guessing your number 10 is your number one. I could be wrong about this, but we'll find out. Um, But I think that's the case. But he listed it one and then all the way down to 10. Um, But I think he wanted me to read it top to bottom. So here we go. Uh, Final Fantasy X. Fred, I know you don't like it as much as X2, but if you look at the game library, if you look at my game library, you'll see the name Final Fantasy a lot. So give it some love. Blitzball was a pain in the ass, but the music and the twist at the end was unexpected and it pissed me off, which for some reason made me love it more. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Hey, you know, a lot of people love 10. Uh, I would say I am oh, the yeah. minority loving 10 too. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight, Toriyama and JRPG winning. Uh, Great visuals, a grand quest, and Final Fan and a Final Fantasy twelve demo made this a must have for me. It almost made number one, but I love Final Fantasy games too much for that. Okay, sorry. It looks like this is his number one. 
Oh, well. <laughs> Number three, Final Fantasy twelve. Are you seeing a trend in my choice of games yet? Yeah, the new yeah. MMO <laughs> battle style was intriguing and ended up making the game unique. I've never gone out for MMOs. I actually skipped FF11 because uh, it was an MMO. But mm. I like the different style and open world was mind-boggling. Uh, yeah, single-player yeah. MMOs are great. Uh, I actually was hoping to do that with uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And there were people who oh, were yeah. like, you know, you can do some of those missions, but there's a point at ESO where you have to get friends involved. And I was like, ah, fuck it. So everybody's yeah. like, but have you tried Final Fantasy XII? Because <laughs> it's a single-player MMO. <laughs> so anyway. Well, it's coming out again for PS4, isn't it? Soon? That, that yeah. it is, yep. It's coming probably 2017 sometime. Um, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy and Disney, I'm in. We were obviously in as well. Jam recently posted a review, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Kingdom Hearts two. Big surprise, huh? More of the same, but I felt like going. But it felt like going home. No need to question how to do things because I spent so long on the first one. And before you ask, I don't completely understand the story either. But it was worth the ride. <laughs> after reading I'm your glad review, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, after reading your review, Jam, and just all this stuff, I feel like I am sometimes doing myself a discredit by playing the oldest version because I feel like I would enjoy uh, Kingdom Hearts even one more had I played the uh, the skippable cutscenes version. Uh, I'm hoping to remedy oh, yeah. that by actually grabbing the, PS2, or the PS4 uh, dual Oh, yeah, yeah, they're doing that, aren't they? Yeah, because I don't have Final Fantasy. Sorry, Final Fantasy. I don't have Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2, so I may as well grab the new ones. So. Might as well, absolutely. Yeah, so. uh, number six, Final Fantasy X-2. I like the continuing story, yeah. and although I could have lived without the costume, constant, costume changes. No, the constant costume changes are the point, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> I loved how they worked like in a job that. system <laughs> with a unique look to each job. Like, that's the thing. The costume system is the job system, and there's yeah. just a certain type of Final Fantasy player out there. I'm one of them that the job system is absolute. Five is better than six because of the job system. Three is not better than four, but I like three more than four. <laughs> um, and then, of course, ten two. And yes, I'm well aware of Bravely Default just having around, gotten around to it. Um, and here's where people begin the hating. Number seven, oh, Full yeah. Metal Alchemist and the Broken Angel. Anime, oh, alchemy, and adventure. Bring it on. Plus, <laughs> FMA is one of my favorite all-time anime. What were you going to say, Jam? I'm sorry, I cut you off. I, I just never heard. I, I, I never even knew that was on PS2. <laughs> okay. Oh, you ready for this? Guess what number eight is? Yeah. Full Metal Alchemist, Curse of the Crimson <laughs> Elixir. More Excellent. FMA goodness. <laughs> well, well, I can't recommend these two games to someone who's not an anime fan. Uh, they are worth checking out. Don't expect them to break new ground or be the best games ever, though. So there you go. Um, I am an anime fan, and I do like Full Metal Alchemist. So there you go. And by the way, sorry guys, since I was reading emails, I haven't been seeing. But uh, include you says every game on his list been an RPG. Yeah, if you know Michael, and I do a little bit. Uh, I can't say more about his name because I forget what his username is, and I don't want to give his email or last name. But either way, um, yeah, he's he's a. F- massive rpg fan <laughs> uh but it changes here uh number nine technically it changes uh dirge of cerberus final fantasy 7 <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah uh yes i can feel the haters cursing me now this game was a radical departure to the mainstream series and while it was not a masterpiece i found it an interesting shift in gameplay I'm glad it didn't start any new trends in the series, and I spent a lot of time yelling and cursing at it, but I thought it was worth checking out. There's no accounting for taste, right? 
He's really mm-hmm. self-effacing with his uh, uh, with his his titles. I think you should own them, man. I, oh, yeah, I like absolutely. shit games. Like, uh, uh, what is a top ten list if not arbitrary? But anyway, and for all you haters out there rolling your eyes and questioning my right to consider myself a gamer, come at me, bro. See, okay, there there he is owning it. <laughs> his number ten is Resident Evil Code Veronica X. I've heard it's okay, been done yeah, better on the Dreamcast, but this was my only exposure to it, and I needed a Resident Evil game on my list. <laughs> Actually, I would say Code well, Veronica X is better than the Dreamcast version, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't see the difference, in my opinion. Uh, my there's opinion, an X in good. the title. There's, yeah, there's an X in the title. You get two <laughs> additional cutscenes in that PS2 version. And Wesker's oh, report, and... but... <laughs> oh, yeah. The, I know a lot of people haven't see... seen it. Hmm. The main benefit I see with um, Code Veronica is um, it's on one disc on PS2 as opposed to two discs on Dreamcast. That's I kind of prefer that rather than having to do the old disc swap. Oh, yeah, yeah, because most people don't even get to the second disc on the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And by most people, well, I mean other... me. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the other reason why I think people defend the Dreamcast version is because you, you do have the awesome health bar on your VMU on the controller. Yeah. Before oh, the Wii is that on the VMU? <laughs> okay. I didn't yeah, have a yeah, VMU when I played through that. I opted for the vibration one. I didn't have both, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well you got to You got to feel every punch. Uh, that's, put on your balls, get you through the night. Anyway, um he goes, well, there you have it. My first top 10 submission. It may not be great, but it's a slice of my life. Heavy on JRPGs and Final Fantasy. And I promise I'm catching up on the podcast. No problem, Michael. Thank you for writing in. Even write in late. Again, it's a timeless podcast. It's kind of fun to revisit that stuff. So, We look forward to your Game Boy top 10 in right? two years. Yep. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be fantastic. Um, here we go. Yes, yes. And he just goes by Michael in his comment because I think he commented on it. Um Next up, Austin gave his thoughts on Evo. I'm going to actually read those when we oh, get yeah. to the impressions part of Evo because we're going to do that early on. So yep. I just thought about that. We probably shouldn't read them before we get into talking. So with that, is there anything you'd like to talk about before we jump into Evo? Uh, no, not really. I think we should just dive straight into it. All right. Well, we're going to take, of course, you know me, I love playing the soundtrack live, but uh, we're oh, going yeah, to take a brief juncture here and jump right into it. So here we go. So today we are talking about Evo, or rather, lots of people are probably freaking out on me and saying, Fred, it's actually E-V-O, yeah. which it is <laughs> technically, don't. Search for Eden. So um, we don't know if it's an acronym, but we think so, and we don't know what, uh, we don't know what it stands for. Enix has never come out and said, and mm. uh, Almanac Corporation, uh, the, the developer, yeah, is Japanese, and I don't think they're talking anytime soon, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind, I'm going to jump into this one. Um, yep, absolutely. <laughs> it was released on December 21st, 1992 in Japan, and July 15th, 1993 in North America, both on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, or rather the Super Famicom and then the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, never came to Europe, so you guys don't even have it in your country. Yeah. No, we didn't get it. 
So um, a fun trivia although, question is to ask people if they have the PAL version, then you know they're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing though is about with the pal stuff is that uh, this was um in some of the research when i looked up the game is there was this game was mentioned in magazines at the time in the in the uk um because there usually was like a little import section in some of them and they did mention mm -hmm. evo in there but obviously we never had a because obviously our PAL carts are slightly different from the N, you know, NTSC carts mm -hmm. so you know you had to obviously have a you had, had american Amer you either had to do some cool modifications to your console or just get the american snes which <laughs> no you just have to butter knife it um that's right <laughs> Sorry. uh but uh well and you know i mean the thing is is it's it's very sparse around here we don't talk about it much but like no one bought this uh the game no, no. um the game sells for approximately 300 to 500 dollars cart only um, and then you're getting on the upwards of a thousand dollars complete in box <laughs> and the sealed copy i saw was three grand so <laughs> that's saying a lot especially when you consider this is a divisive game am i safe to say that mm. i think this game's a little divisive i think that's a bit right yeah, yeah so, so reviews are very all yeah the they're place. very yeah yeah they're really <laughs> Like, so I know they, they sort of range. From, oh, continue. No, so they, they range from kind of like um, I, don't, I don't think they're they're not amazingly positive, but they 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 sort of go from sort of like the upper end to the sort of the lower end. Yes, yes. In a one to five scale, like we have, there's mm. there's a uh, you know uh, a handful of two out of fives, a handful of four out of fives, and then a lot of three out of fives. You know, um, is the way I see it. Uh, mm. And then nowadays, you'll notice they're a little bit more popular. Uh, or a little more positive, the reviews. And that's because, let's face it, um, and this kind of touches on something I've ranted about on other podcasts, but um, reviews are in a weird time right now because there are not, <laughs> uh, there's not enough reviewers for games, at least not in major press sites and getting exposure, so you have to handpick. And when you start to handpick, you tend to handpick things that you like like we do on Gaming History 101. <laughs> and game clubs can be, yeah, game clubs can be a trade-off on that. But let's face it, our game clubs are first and foremost usually nominated and or recommended from people who like the games, you know? So mm -hmm. there you have it. Um, but, you know, hey. Um, but yeah, I so, you know, I go both ways with it. But uh, but we'll talk about it in a second. Um, but uh, this was developed by Almanac uh, Corporation, which is a Japanese-based uh, developer out of Tokyo. Um, so uh, if you want to know, um, Takashi Yaneda actually started Almanac, and uh, he uh, worked for Technos Japan before, which is why you'll see a lot of Technos games uh, as kind of some of their, uh, well, not a lot, a handful as part of their development work. Uh, he also did work for Enix, so no shocker there. He makes his own studio, and suddenly Enix is his publisher, but... Um, a lot of people know him, know the the developer possibly a little better as Givro. Uh, that's a more new thing. They were only in business from 1991 to 1997. I uh, made a handful of games. A majority are Japan only. So mm. um, the ones that didn't go to Japan um, <clears throat> was on the Mega Drive Genesis, uh, but it didn't come to Europe. Was Fighting Masters '91. Uh, then they did Evo, um, and then. Mazin Saga Mutant Fighter on the Mega Drive. Do you know this game? This came to your neck of the woods too. No, I'm not okay. this. Yeah, I'm looking up yeah. now. Though. 
Uh, it looks baller on the Japanese cover. It's a it's a brawler. It's a baller brawler. Anyway, um, and then, that box art is amazing, right? Right. Anybody anybody who wants to look it up, M A Z I N Saga. It's uh, the the Japanese box art is in uh, the Wikipedia page. It's fantastic, but. Uh, they did Shien's Revenge, which I'm also not familiar with, but it looks like a weird, like partially third person, partially first person action game. I don't know. Um, kind of Shinobi's bonus level. Yep. <laughs> the arcade version. <laughs> I am familiar with this one, but I think it's because there were so few games on the 32X. But the 32X in all regions, Cosmic Carnage, the fighting game, they did that one, which was it's okay. Uh, and then that's it. Uh, and then they've got they've got a, a handful of other Japanese only stuff uh, that they did on uh, Nintendo sixty four and Saturn. So, uh, relatively uh, small set, um, but uh, I saw it pop. Oh, there we go. Nice. <clears throat> that's fantastic clue. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that's the developer, and then it was published by Enix, which at the time had not separated from Square Enix. So Enix was still doing Dragon Quest, Square was still doing Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. so they hadn't teamed up yet. Pesters. <laughs> to a certain extent, yes. Uh, notable people, Takashi Yoneda was the director. The reason I bring him up, and we'll talk about this probably more when we, play, when we talk about the game, is he also directed ActRaiser. So you can kind of see yeah. how... How those two would, uh, you know, these are these are both interesting takes on the concept of uh, creation, shall we say? So, mm. uh, the other notable person is uh, Koichi Sugiyama. Uh, he's a composer. I, you know, and I gotta admit some bias here. I had heard the Evo Search for Eden, Watch Out for Fireballs show before. Um, and I don't retain everything, and I thought it would kind of tarnish me if I re-listened to that episode, so I didn't. But when I first listened mm-hmm. to it, I remember them saying it didn't have a very notable soundtrack. And for me, I, I disagree. Ooh. I disagree, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and that's fine. We're entitled to our own opinions. I'm not calling them out or anything. But um, I, I actually find the soundtrack to be uh, quite enchanting. Um, and, uh, and I do know that um, uh, actually... Uh, Dave, who sent me a, a video um, to look at that kind of revealed some of the secrets and whatnot uh, done by, I think his name is Super Hamster. He's on YouTube. He's a YouTube guy. Does some pretty good work with retro videos. I don't really agree with his take on a lot of Evo, but uh, he also attacked the soundtrack. So my only guess on this is that you have to replay levels a lot no matter what, because this game is, I wouldn't say, it's not as hard as I thought it would be, but it's hard. And that can get frustrating with the same fucking theme sitting there chiming in and out of your ear. But I think when you you break it out and you listen to that soundtrack as its own OST, like in the car or while playing a different type of game, like oddly enough, I played Titanfall 2 while listening to it. Um, (laughs) That's interesting. It changes the context completely for one. Um, But uh, for two, it's it's actually uh, decent. And we'll be playing some select tracks tonight, um, which shouldn't sway you one way or the other, but it'll get you a feel for uh, Sugiyama stuff. Um, I will say it's pretty prolific in Japan uh, for reasons we'll get into with with the development. Uh, Dave also loves the... uh, uh, search for Eden soundtrack, Evo search for Eden soundtrack. So maybe it comes down to like, you know, we'd like to believe people don't hold things up to, you know, 
the time period they come out in, right? Like if you play Evo now, you might be holding it up against a lot of other soundtracks you've heard since it came out. Um, I don't know if I go one way or the other. I think maybe the fact that I like chiptunes a lot, you know, kind of contributes to that. So either way. All righty, sir. Why don't you uh, help us out and talk a little bit about the development? <laughs> the development. Hold on, just give me a second. Oh, no problem. Or if you want me to, I can just keep going and we can let you take over oh, the you, gameplay. You can't. You can't. You can't. All right. There's not too much to talk about. Uh, the game in Japan is known as Forty Six Okunen Monogatari Haranakaru Eden A, uh, and what that loosely translates to. If you're uh, a Monogatari, that's that that one in uh, Densetsu is one you'll hear a lot. It stands for story um, or tale, but it's basically the 60 billion year story uh, to distant Eden, colon to distant Eden, which I don't think it sounds better to me right now because I've played the game, but I don't think that would have marketed very well in America. <laughs> mm. Could be wrong, but... Uh, believe it or not, this is a spiritual successor. This is a sequel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Originally, there is a uh, PC 9801 title called uh, 46 Okunen Monogatari, or 46 Billion Year Story, Shinkaran, The Theory of Evolution. And, um, and that is, I think it does have a fan translation, actually. Um, it's an RPG that uh, decided to do... Uh, crazy creations and go away from science whereas i think this one tries to somewhat handle the science of it without completely bastardizing it uh but basically to traverse the game so it's an rpg where you're doing crazy things with evolution to get through uh the game but it's the theory of evolution so i'm guessing they play on that title a lot so Anyway, so this is the spiritual successor on the SNES. Of course, we never got that version, but I think there's a fan translation out there. Um, but uh, the the game wasn't too popular on the PC 9801, and I don't even believe in Japan this game was that popular. So what That's I surprising actually. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know, just because of the concept of this game and being an Enix game, you would have just thought that they would have ate it up in Japan, uh, pun intended as well, from this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's, it's weird too because um, Enix did publish the original too. So, mm. I don't know. It's weird. wasn't developed by the same developers though. Uh, however, I should point out um, that uh, that founder of the studio did work on it. So, there you go. But um, <clears throat> I will say that this this game did become of somewhat note in Japan because um, some of the tracks are actually part of major classical collections that came out of Japan, actual like symphony orchestra collections. So when pulled from the synth, uh, this this game saw some legs in Japan. So um, all right. Uh, so the plot is pretty basic. We'll get into more of the nitty gritty, but the plot is you play as life, which is a being, one of 10,000 <laughs> beings summoned by Gaia, who is your first hipster girlfriend. No, um, she is the, <laughs> da the daughter of the sun, and she needs uh, you to hopefully be the being who comes out on top, no pun intended, um, to uh, escort her to Eden and be her partner. So that's, that's it, the goal. It's a sexy game. Yeah, <laughs> sexy time. Um, 
It's not quite Tokyo uh, Jungle, but there is there oh, is a little game. bit of getting down. There's a little <laughs> bit of bump and grind at the end of this game. So, spoilers. Um, but uh, anyway, real quick, let's talk about uh, impressions. If you don't mind, I'll start with uh, Austin, who yep. wrote in, just because then we can have you, then me again. So. But he goes, hey there, Fred and Jam. Wanted to write some thoughts on the game, which is actually the first time I'd played a game specifically for the game club. Actually, on the side note, there were a lot of people who did this. I think, I know yeah, Team Nick I I, I did. Yeah, there was at least five people who played this for the first time on the game club. So I'm glad we got some people playing. Um, mm. But he says, a very interesting game, first of all. The only thing I can think of that's really similar is Cubivore in gameplay and rarity. I think Cubivore is that game uh, on the... That's the GameCube, GameCube right? Yeah, okay. Uh, it starts out quite interesting. The fish phase was probably my favorite. It is a unique blend of action and RPG without being too heavy in either. I had a pretty easy time when grinding for the most part, but I made the mistake of staying a dinosaur during the last age, which was probably the most brutal time I've yeah. ever had with an SNES game. I did too. Stay tuned. Um, I say this <laughs> having beaten all three Mega Man X titles. Without save states, I would have never done it. I think I had to reload the last boss at least 50 times, and that was saving in between forms. I definitely don't recommend staying as a dino. Side note, Austin, me neither. Um, The crystal things confused me as well. I couldn't quite get the hang of what they actually did. Stay tuned. Overall, I thought I had a good time, but I rushed through it. It seems like the type of game I would have loved as a kid, experimenting with different forms and whatnot. Great choice as a title for the game club, and I'd recommend it for anyone listening. doesn't take long, and there's not much else out there quite like it. Anyway, thanks for letting me share. Can't wait to hear your opinions. He also added in a second thing. <laughs> he wrote back. That's he brilliant. said, um, uh, he says, for me, my favorite part of the game was the way it underscored evolutionary choices. The bosses you fought gave speeches, and really most of them had legitimate motivations that that were fighting for the survival of their species. The same as for you. The bosses would offer you questions and see if you really even truly believed what you were doing was better than what they were doing, which I might not have always disagreed with them, but I had to in order to complete the game and be the dominant species. And these changes made with the species you and these changes you made with the species you wiped out, it had impacts in the future species and encounters in the game, notably the birds. I also felt extreme guilt trip from the Yeti after defeating his family. Yes, we will talk about that <laughs> oh, tragedy. Yeah. I found these themes to be rather unique for an SNES game and the ones of guilt and consequence that weren't really explored until future titles like Second Sight and Spec Ops The Line. Curious, of course, your thoughts as well. All right. So, Jam, do you want to jump into... Uh, thank you, Austin. And by the way... If That's you want a great to... little um, a, a synopsis there. Yes, yes. And if you want to write to us, contact GamingHistory101.com or just hit the little contact link. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, you want to speak anything to what he was saying or would you like to just jump right into it? I like to do a bit of both. I mean, I, I think he... Yeah, he really nailed it on the head. Um, I, I especially like the comments about the... It's uh, there was if I wasn't the only game to do that sort of you know touch on the interesting plot lines or do things that your general games didn't do. But we kind of even get that today, to be honest with games. You know, there are the odd game you come across that does touch on the odd subjects, not odd subjects, but you know the the topics that you don't expect really. So what what we're kind of getting at is that Evo is a very original game really, and it, it does surprise you a lot with its twists and turns. I mean, my general impression is I spent a lot of the game thinking, am I the bad guy? <laughs> is what I kept sort of saying, questioning. The and whole then you time. saw the Yeti kid, and you're like, oh fuck, I am. Yeah. God damn yeah, it. Really but it is. wasn't your fault. You just hadn't found someone to mate with yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I love the originality of it. I mean, this must be, you know, I, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any other game that spans, because this game spans at least a billion years, I think. It, you go for a very long period of time. Um, and, actually, uh, you start at 500 you? million BC and you end at 3 million BC. So specifically, it's 447 million years. But yes, it does beat... Uh, people talk about this left and right in the chats, even kind of talking about it. It does beat Chrono Trigger in terms of... Um, oh, well, actually... Well, nope. Dave says the beginning of Evo Search for Eden takes place in the same timeline or same time, 65 million BC, uh, as Isla and the dinosaurs in Chrono Trigger. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, the the that's 65 million BC. The game actually starts uh, the world before land starts at 500 million BC. So yes, we beat Chrono Trigger in terms of how long it is. Mm. So yeah. And another reason why I need to play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> if you've not played Chrono Trigger, Jesus. We can't do a game club because I've already done it. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a to-do list, man. That is a that is a Christmas break-ass game. Um, hmm, well, we'll, you can beat we'll it in like two hours <laughs> jumping in and out of it and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but anyway. Sounds like an ideal DS game. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, anyway, moving yeah, moving back to Evo though. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, it may seem sort of cheesy, but I just I kind of like I like it. It, was, it felt refreshing to just go back and play as an animal for a change and not sort of be like a human character. <laughs> Maybe it's just because this is this is so very common for this sort of era of gaming. Anyway, you know, we had the animal mascots kind of thing, and um, I love the fact that you can just create these bizarre creatures in this game. What the fuck um, is that? Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> names I gave it to. We'll be talking about some of our builds. Uh but yeah. <laughs> I think it's very important yeah. we talk a little bit about our crazy builds, but yeah. A- absolutely. Um we, yeah, we'll, we'll go into more detail and um the, but the, generally speaking to me the it, it was really original, but the main sort of cr- sort of critiques of early on was that especially at the beginning I felt that it just felt like you grind um, to get the maximum you can basically get the maximum points you can evolve to the strongest being you can for that timeline and then you go up against the boss and then the boss kicks your ass anyway I'm gonna say something that's gonna get me some shit yep. people say this and they don't mean it but I do when I say this is the Dark Souls this game is truly the Dark Souls of the Super NES it kind of is, really, isn't it? People so, yeah. don't like talking about it, but yeah, because the levels are relatively arbitrary once you get to know them, but they can get a little overwhelming at times. Um, and then you get stomped by the boss, you get penalized, and then it's just banging your head against the wall. And they even, on the boss levels, make you, for the most part, go through a level first before you take on the, the final boss. It's certainly the first one, yeah, absolutely. Definitely the first one. That's the longest level. But before that, like, there's like multi-stage bosses and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, there's so. little mini-bosses, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 of course. So I'm, I'm telling you, man, it is the Dark Souls of SNES. Yeah, and it's... um. I mean, I guess the in in its credit, the which we should certainly mention, Evo, death is not a huge penalty. Basically, what happens is that if you do die, you you got unlimited continues, but you lose half of any experience that you have gained. So, which isn't you know, that big of a deal when you're on really the boss deal, because you yeah. are pretty much leveled up as far as you're going to go. Hopefully, yeah. But uh, you know what's the bigger deal is watching that fucking girl talk like i played it on a flash card i didn't play it on an emulator and i didn't play it with save states which will affect a lot of what i'm gonna say here tonight but 
Um, yeah, you get real sick of <laughs> Gaia just being like, Gaia, yes, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> buck up, little camper, don't, get back in there. Don't tell my dad. Don't tell daddy. Don't <laughs> yeah. tell my father. <laughs> don't tell my dad. By the way, I am Gaia. I am Gaia. I am Gaia. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like it's it, it's know, yeah. she says we get reminded she's Gaia almost as much as Scott Pilgrim reminds us that Ramona Flowers isn't that her name? Yeah. Ramona Flowers yep, is yep. her name. Yep. Yeah, like we 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 get to hear all about her too. Um but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. Anyway. But, but yeah, that that's generally sort of my initial impressions, but I think of course as we sort of travel through this game we'll we'll share our main main our, our sort of impressions. I'll, I'll what I'll quickly say is that that was sort of the early impressions, but I did feel that the the grinding did kind of wear off towards the end a lot, I felt, so especially depending on where you evolved or how you evolved. I mean, I'll spoil it right now, but I, I didn't stay as a dinosaur. I went into the mammal phase. <laughs> so, But we'll, we'll get more into that later. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and, and so for me, I... I really like what this game's doing here, but the times that it becomes a gamey ass game were kind of boring. Yeah. And the challenge of the bosses I liked, but it brought out a part of me that hasn't been around a lot. <laughs> Excellent. And Jam, you were right when you said this is one of those drop to your knees. Yeah, that last one. <laughs> I was planning to record my impressions of the end of this game when I beat it last night. I beat it last night at like one in the morning. You always do that. You always leave it till the last minute. I did. Well, this time I actually didn't leave it till the last minute. Um, but I had to go back and restart. Not the whole game, but restart. Because I couldn't do it as a lizard, as a dino, as a as a mm. lizard, dino, whatever it is, um, I made that mistake, and so I had to go back and do a mammal build. Um, and then I did have some issues with um, <clears throat> Bullbox, uh, but yeah. So at the end of it, I and here's the thing: I had a cheat code for infinite health in my pocket, and I kept telling myself I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it, and then I finally did beat it. Um, but yeah, I am usually down to the wire on this stuff, especially because I'm usually playing a bunch of other games at the same time. And uh, Titanfall 2 has just taken my universe over. So sorry to bring in Inside Baseball, but, <laughs> you know, I, I was almost late to this show because I was playing Titanfall 2. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that being said, um, I like the challenge of the boss battles, but Jesus, they're soul crushing sometime because at the end of the day, when you fight these bosses, you have the strongest build, but that's not enough. You can't really tank your way through most of these battles. You still have to be, um, and you don't even have to tank. I actually go for more agility based builds in my game, but you still have to be able to overcome the patterns of the game. I guess there are ways to maybe tank through it. Now that I say that out loud, I bet there are. Um, but uh, but I, I wasn't very good at that, so I had to use, I had to learn the patterns of the bosses, and then you have to keep them up because these guys have ridiculous hit points. So, you know, I mean, it was staggering. Uh, we'll get to it. But when I got to the 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 first boss alone, you know, the big shark uh, who goes by the name of. Kuraleshe, king of the sea. Um, uh, he he is a very hard pattern to get down. It was staggeringly difficult, and I hit him so many times, and it took so long to take him down. 
Um, and then I checked my build and found out I had the strongest build. So I was like, fuck, this is just mm. really what it is. Um, so yeah. So, um, so I get why it's divisive. I get why people quit it. Um, I don't quite get the connection to Spore though. I get it. You're making different creatures, but it still strikes me more as Dark Souls because it's more of a build-based game. It's your build. You can literally revert these things like back of the head, that's helmet, uh, you know, body, that's armor, you know, like mm. your abilities are like your, you know, you know what I mean? Like everything about this game is a build. It's an RPG build. It's not Plus, making weird animals. Plus you control the character as well. I, I, I didn't play a lot of Spore, but wasn't that more kind of like strategy based? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely strategy based. But like, yeah, like the thing is, the reason I say if it was more like Spore, which is again, what a lot of people compare it to, then you'd be creating a creature and seeing what it can do as a result of that. But that's not what you're doing. You are looking mm. for an effect and then you get a weird visual representation as a result of that. You know what I mean? So it's still build based, mm. even though you have very unique armor sets i guess is what i would say <laughs> that's great so um but with that uh we can jump into it but uh, i'm very glad i played it um i will say the game i think was easier than i thought it would be in a grand scheme but a handful of these bosses are just just ground chattering just 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 soul They're crushing pretty, yeah pretty, yes <laughs> did you now did you play on an emulator yeah, I had to emulate. So of course, that's fine. Console, yeah, yeah, no. Copy of this game. But, Did yeah. you, well, no, no. I didn't think you'd have a physical copy. Uh, and actually, I knew for a fact you don't have a flash card. Um, but uh, did you use save states? I didn't actually. I Good for still. You. I yeah. I still did because even though um, yeah, you can use save states, and I, I I I don't I don't I I think you should use save states if you want to absolutely because there are some really frustrating parts in this game um, for people that want to play through and want to have it a bit more of an easier experience. But with it, the, even when you get knocked down, this game you're not too far away. Really, it's not crazy. In my no, opinion, no, 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 no. It, it just could be gets, a lot worse. <laughs> it just gets super frustrating, and nobody's gonna pat you yeah. on the back. Nobody's gonna even know you did it, right? You, yeah, I, we right, don't, yeah. we don't talk about this much. But outside of games with trophies, you know, we could all be just completely lying and have not played the game. <laughs> ideally, <laughs> you can tell from. I never even played it. <laughs> yeah, ideally, you can tell from our comments that we've played it. But, uh, but you know, YouTube's a weird thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so. Um, and what I was cracking up at, Dave is like, always go for the jaws first. He's right. <laughs> yes, yes, I completely agree. That's what I did. That's my strategy. So he's jaws uh, and body. I think. I oh, did. and welcome, future Tarzan. <laughs> he's he's in. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, I think you should play this game. I think you should use save states if it makes it easier. I would be yeah. lying if I didn't say that the the flash cart saves on a .sav file, and I think. It works with emulators, but at mm. uh, when I decided to try to jack with this at about uh, Sunday, um, I was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't. I wasn't able to get fully through the Ice Age as a dino, and I was like, if I play the whole fifth chapter with infinite health or save scumming, will that affect the reality of what this game is like to play? And then... To be honest, Austin's uh, email came in, and I said, okay, he represents what that looks like 
I don't think I want to do it. Plus, I actually wanted to beat it on the actual console. There's something about that. Yeah. You know, and I, I yeah. know a lot of people don't get to do that outside of flashcards. But, um, and the handful of people who buy this game, but I doubt most of them, they're probably collectors and they don't want to jam it into a SNES. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, I mean, emulators do a good enough job, but you know, uh, hopefully you've got like some sort of SNES like controller or an actual SNES controller that's been modded to use a USB so that you can get that real feel. But, uh, you know, there's something about that. So, Mm -hmm. but anyway, all right, well, let me, let's play another real quick sample track and then, uh, let's go for the overworld theme and then we'll, we'll jump into, uh, into the, 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 the campaign. See, that's pretty highly effective. You'll hear that a lot because it's where you pick all your stuff on your map. But uh, the, yeah, the overworld map. Yep. Um, so, all right. I've been talking plenty. Jam, why don't you get us uh, in touch with uh, some of the gameplay aspects of this and, and kind of what this game is? Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so Evo is a sort of side-scrolling game, although when you start the game, um, you actually are you have a, you, it's not really a platformer at all you are swimming around as a fish <laughs> so you've got yes. access to the to the whole map really but that that quickly changes later the game has five chapters in it uh, which span across various different time periods in his well it, well prehistory we should say before before man before man basically yeah. um so but it, it's, it's fascinating for what it does, though. And, and they each chapter sort of introduce Gaia does her little chatty, chatty bit about, oh, this, then this happened, then land rose from the oceans, and then <laughs> things started appearing and <laughs> giving us a little mini history lesson. But yep. don't really expect that you're going to learn too much from this game. So. <laughs> no, and I'm not sure how accurate it all is. But because <laughs> I did feel it was very accurate at times. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so that, yeah. So you start out as a, a sort, of, sort of fish creature. The main, obviously, um, aim of the game is you. You basically do need to kill enemies in the game. They. What, what I quite like about this game is a wide variety of enemies in this as well, or, or fellow animals. Really, you know, they in each of the sections as well. They really don't repeat the same sort of, of sprites very often, apart from in I the agree. particular. Yeah, particular level that they're set in. So you you obviously, with, as I was mentioned earlier, use your bite attack, which will be your go-to attack in this game most of the time. Oh yeah, um, sorry. In you... the uh, in the outline, I've got kind of what the orbs and buttons and everything do, which we should probably discuss a little bit. But okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, once you defeat the enemies, they drop a handy little piece of meat, and then you eat that meat, and you... Well, it kind of gives you... It's Evo points, isn't it? Or EVO points, or whatever Yeah, XP. It. <laughs> That's your experience, basically. It's XP. <laughs> That's what I was gradually getting to. Yeah. Um, and then then the, what, what the real fun part of this game is from there is that you can kind of take... You can spend the points how you wish so you can choose to spend and it depends on sort of what what world you're in so you can choose to spend them on your tail so you can create a different tail you can use them on your teeth uh go create a more powerful jaw and there's not just one upgrade there's several upgrades i mean obviously the general idea is there's the more 
pricier upgrades will give you more attack power if it's a more pricier body upgrade it'll give you more defense um the tail generally is, it helps you swim faster and or, or or possibly jump further as well in later levels uh, so you can tailor the you can tailor your character to how you want to play as you kind of mentioned earlier you can be you i, I actually did play more of a tank character myself i went for just super defense uh, but my character was Ooh. stupidly slow <laughs> it's really that's fair no that's good that that's a good dichotomy uh because i bet how we handled some of these bosses is going to be quite distinct then as well. <laughs> and that, and that's really sort of like that's really what you're main what you're mainly going to be doing is um you do spend quite a bit of time grinding and what I this is what I find the fun of it fun of the game to begin with is you, you will quickly find which because you can revisit levels as well there's multiple levels into each section but you can go back and kind of farm for experience if you want to when you realize there's a level that's a bit more easy than the later one because i found there were complete levels where i just skipped them entirely because i just didn't want to have, um, have the hassle of dealing with sharks or anything like that so i just go back and farm the jellyfish or something yeah we should mention yeah there are in any of these levels if you can get to the other side of a very short map you can basically skip a level so. And then you can go back and revisit any of the old ones at any point, it's kind of like you know Super Mario Brothers Three style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can you can even get out of them as well during them. Um, but yeah, and then and obviously the, 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 at the end of each section there is a sort of a main boss, although there's usually several sub bosses as well appearing in trains, and they usually give you a little speech as well, saying, "Oh, I'm the dominant species," and or "I'm married," or somehow they're married. Which is yes, they're married. Yeah, huh? Just, yeah, you know, homeboy got to get his. You know, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just wait till you get to the B section when we get to the B section. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, actually, the, much like nature itself, the wife tends to be tougher than the the husband. <laughs> tougher and terrifying as well. So. Yes, uh, you're not wrong. But, and yeah, and as we sort of mentioned, is that I, certainly for me, I felt the boss battle. I think I think I might have died on every at least every main boss encounter. I think I perished at least a couple least of times. One. Yeah, yeah. There was one early on where I thought I was ready for it, and I definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, when, I, when you when you fully upgrade your character, so you upgrade, yeah, especially in the first section, upgrade fish fish, fish, yeah, I've got this, I've got this, I'll be fine, and it's like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> like Deba Stega, oh my god, yeah, um, but oh, uh, goddamn fish slap, or his, his fin slap, it's, it always felt like, uh, <laughs> I tell you, that's just insulting. Oh no, no, uh, sorry, Deba Stega is not Kuralashe. Uh, Deba Stega okay. is the big, uh, um kind of slug guy at the beginning who uh jumps all over the place and throws up and things like that mm. do you recall him he's like part of the way in the amphibian area he's like oh, the yeah, first yeah, big yeah. sub boss you get so, to. So i was yeah. figuring the first section still <laughs> uh yeah a lot of people said you know in i've heard that like oh yeah and he's the easiest of this game i've heard people talk about that i disagree um, the shark is, is not the toughest encounter in this game by far, but he's up there, especially early into this game. Like he's mm. tough to me. Well, the thing I found that was quite a bit of a low blow in this game from pretty much every boss character is they do the little speech bubble section. Yeah. And you obviously skip it with the buttons. And as soon as you finish the conversation, they are on top of you before you've got a chance to even think mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, that's what i found was quite a, a repeating pattern pack of dogs you're, on a three-legged cat <laughs> yes so you're, you're just you're just literally like what, what's, going, what's going on give me a <laughs> 
WTF, mate. Like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty brutal. So, um, all right. Do we want to get into? Is this a control scheme? Yeah, sure. We can do those real quick. So, um, each button does different things. B is jump. Y is attack. X is consume. I never used consume. Apparently, it's like a bigger yeah, swallow be- thing. It sort of makes sense in later if you extend your neck in later levels. I found it quite it became quite handy. Oh, but uh, you have to have a long neck. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but generally, I because you, well, you see, if you wanted to eat out of trees and stuff, it made mm-hmm. sense there. Oh but, yeah, but generally, right, I was right. using the button. Yeah, I was a big jumper through most of this game, so obviously getting trees <laughs> didn't need a neck for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Um, and then, uh, okay, and select big one. This is a big button in this game <laughs> because it's yep. your evolution menu in a side-scrolling level and it's your save menu in the world map. Had to restart this game twice to figure that one out. Um, just thought yeah, it auto-saved. I don't know. Changed. Yeah, it's it was weird. But uh, so um, you can also collect one of four different orb types. Um, and this is what Austin was kind of talking about. So here it is. Here's what the orbs do. The yellow orbs offer tips for evolution in the stage you're in. So like in the first one, they'll recommend, what was it? Fin, tail, jaws, body, I think. Yeah, it'll, it'll, sort of, it'll say, it'll suggest what, what route you should go if you're, if, if you're kind of new to the game as well. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. You, you, you nailed it on the head there with fin, tail, body. Yeah, they, they kind of show you what the big stuff is that you would want to load up on. And you don't actually have to follow. Um, I didn't no, for a lot of mine all. because it is more of a tank build. Uh, it's not a uh, agility build, and I was big on agility. But uh, Red orbs give you a special creature for a short period of time or circumstance. Now, Jam, did you mm-hmm. use the evolution log much where you like save your creature? I- I didn't figure out the evolution log until probably halfway through yeah, the Yeah, that would have been a great so. tutorial piece. So when you... Uh, <laughs> that would be a good yellow crystal. <laughs> yes, yes. When you press select, you can take a snapshot of your current evolution, which is usable later. Um, and so if you don't understand, like early on, there's the cave of whatever, and you eat the red one, and you become the eel... And then to leave the level, you lose the eel. And you're like, the fuck? You're supposed to snapshot it so that next time you find, what is it, a green orb, you can turn into it. Yeah, exactly. And this is true of the dragon. You can go back to being the dragon if you ever find that in the flying levels. I did not. I do not do the flying stuff. But but yeah, that's that's what that purpose is. You can also save your builds and call them fun stuff, which is what I did. So we'll talk yep, about me those. too. <laughs> uh, so the green orbs, as I said before, you can become another creature from your evolution record, which can be useful if you need something for crafty circumstances. Uh, I think that's a second time through the game kind of uh, mechanic, mm. in my opinion. And then there's the blue orbs. Everyone can dig the blue orbs. You get a shitload of evil points. <laughs> Very rare, though. <laughs> Extremely rare. Yeah, there, there's that one in level one I think most people find in the in the maze, the early on maze where you get 500 points. But later on, uh, I do know the meteorite bonus level gives you 10,000, so it's a lot. Yeah, that's a helpful one. Um, there are also up to eight different parts on your body you can evolve. The jaws, which is bite damage. The horns, which is usually ram damage. Uh, ram damage uh, breaks often, though. That's, that's only a certain number of uses. <laughs> the neck is hit reach and... Uh, reach in general 
Uh, body is defense for the most part. Hands and feet is abilities and attack. Dorsal fin is speed and defense. Tail is speed and jump. Back of the head is defense. So there you go. And then there's obviously the do not evolve option, which is just a menu option. No, no, shit. But Back to uh, the menu. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah. So there's that uh tons of bosses or yeah, lots of bosses. Uh tons of grinding though. Lots of boring grinding, yeah. especially early on. We'll get to that, especially in the amphibian area. Um also I think it's kind of bullshit that your reward for beating bosses is XP that immediately gets taken away from you. Yeah. That was especially someone didn't think <laughs> that one through. But uh but Again, that's it. the only possible logic is behind that is to do a snapshot of your highest build character for that section maybe but i didn't know that to start yeah with. if you want to create yeah a ridiculous build and then snapshot it and then move on wow i bet that is exactly what that's for god damn they really needed a tutorial on that thing. they did tell you yeah uh but uh but anyway um all right well with that uh what say we jump into it more music yeah, uh, so real quick, I don't know if we should do this in the traditional sense. I've kind of broken it down a little bit by just like levels, enemies, and bosses. I don't know how yeah. else we can do that. We just talk about like what's interesting. And then if you want to, just we can mention some builds. So why don't you start it off? Uh, anything you want to say about like levels and enemies in this first area, which is the world before land, the underwater area, 500 to 450 million BC. That's right. There really isn't a lot to say really about the world before land because it's it's the shortest chapter in the game anyway. There's only um, nine level bits in it, left sections. Yeah, and they're barely uh, that. I'd say it's just more of a tutorial. Yeah, it's you know the the levels, the enemies are mostly pretty straightforward. Um, you know, it's mostly jellyfish. You do come across sharks later and some. Uh, Kind of weird little sort of fossily creatures as well. Well, obviously not fossils at this point. You know those early. Uh, no, but, but stuff that the, you hear about in fossils. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the The main sort of um, main draw of this sort of section of discussion is, of course, the first boss fight, which we've already kind of discussed briefly already. Which is um, well, we I'm can get, get into it. The one thing I wanted to point out was one thing I really liked was how the jellyfish goes. In this world, it's kill or be killed. And then if you don't bite him immediately, <laughs> he'll fucking whip you. He's like, uh, yeah. take that bitch. You know, like, you're just like, oh my God, what are you doing? And it's like, I just told you, motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was pretty good. But uh, but yeah, and, and uh, again, you learn very quickly. You don't do too much damage. So it's time to upgrade them jaws like right away. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick before we talk about the boss then, cause I think that's where we're at, right? Are we going into the boss? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, is, uh, we should talk about, oh, sorry. As I say, you can get, obviously that this is one of the red crystals in this section is you can just evolve into the eel. Right. So it's a and bit of a save the eel. more large, more powerful. Yeah. And you lose it straight away. <laughs> right, right. You can, I'm sorry. You can snapshot the eel. And you can I call it free eel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't have used it anyway. Not even in the mermaid area nah, would you have used it. it? Because I became a fucking mermaid. Oh, yeah. We'll talk Me about too. it. Okay, cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, what, uh, so what build did you go for? Did you go for the tank build? <laughs> yep. No, I, I, yeah, I went for the tank build. Maximum jaws. Um, I think it's maximum jaws, maximum body. Maximum I didn't really bother fins. with the tail. I don't think. No, I think I left oh, it as it was. I did tail and fins, which is somewhat uh, essential to beat this guy the right way, so to speak. 
if you want to like mm. dodge his shit and whatnot. Um, which, which made sense. I should have done that. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, I just kept upgrading everything I could because I lost on him so many times. My daughter mm. likes to come up and pretend she's the second player and like I don't do anything. I just like plug in the controller and we're good to go. Um, and uh, and she said she was the shark. And I lost on him like the fifth time and I was just like, motherfucker, and just hit the ground, like just smacked the ground, which was carpet, and just like put my hands in my face. And she looked at me and she goes, okay, daddy, I'm not going to play the shark this time. You can win this time. And I felt so bad. I felt like the biggest asshole on the planet. Like my daughter felt bad for doing that. So um, it wasn't my proudest moment. Uh, But this shark just rocks the fuck out of you like he really does <laughs> so yeah he's made as i mentioned before as soon as he sort of stops talking he literally is going straight for you the kind of what i was getting from this is that because what you see discover is he runs into walls and he has his little temporary sort of he's temporarily immobile so it's supposed to be like your little opportunity to kind of get him mm. um there's also if you're because this is what happened with me eventually I found is that if you're really really quick and you're and you mash that bite button really really fast you can get a, get you can kind of get him stuck in sort of a little glitch where he, where, he sort of, where it's like where he gets he's not he's not completely easy to defeat but you'll you'll sort of get a lot of health off of him um, mm-hmm. where he's he's done his little um, he's hit the wall at some point if you go right behind him you just keep mashing that button he's literally just there's nothing he can do about it he sort of he just sort of slightly stutters each time oh you know i've seen that like, yeah i it still didn't help for me um yeah yeah it didn't complete it didn't it didn't completely get rid of him mm-hmm. um yeah and so that was that was one problem but what i will say is um uh is that uh I what I managed to do was because I had the fast tail, I was actually able to learn his zigzag pattern. So mm. what I would basically do is anytime you got him to the left side of the screen, you could come back to the right side and that food there respawns infinitely. And then you can hide just beneath it and he'll hit like the weird, yeah, jaggy cliff that's there but shouldn't be there. Like he glitches on himself. And so what I would do is um, I'd play some games, zigzag with him. Every bite, when I was fully leveled up, I think took off 12 health and I had like 35. So I could play this game for up to two bites. Then I'd get to the far left of the screen, which meant usually I could dodge him, but just in case I wasn't able to, I can still take one more hit and then get over there and be safe. And then once I get down in the lagoon area, he keeps hitting the wall. So you just eat some food. Rinse, repeat, and I was able to finally beat him. Oh, I forgot but. about the food part. Yeah, because they, they, the food um, kind of responds as well. If you go off, yes. the, off the screen to it and then go back, it's right. there again. Right, so you just yeah. shift left and right. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So... So that my was problem with I it was it. I just was too I would I just was trying to rush through it as you do you, you just think oh if I just bite like crazy rather than taking my time to learn the pattern <laughs> and that's what most people do uh, from my yeah. assessment that's what most people do <laughs> Wait, why so. I suck at Dark Souls <laughs> um, no that's what most people can do at Dark Souls as well <laughs> so don't feel too bad um, but uh, but yeah so. Uh, so that was, um, that was the first part. Uh, and then when you beat him, yeah, it's just like, oh fuck. Yeah. But, uh, 
Sorry, somebody just sent me a weird message. I'm gonna not read it and move oh. on. Um, so, well, after that, you land, you you swim up to land, and then you land on it, and you grow your feet. Uh, yes, you do. And I don't know if you tried it, Jam, but I got so frustrated with the shark, I tried to jump on land beforehand because you can access that area. Oh, can you? And <laughs> yeah, and your health starts depleting, and you die. So don't do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the game wants you to beat the shark. Mm. <laughs> you have to beat the boss. Uh, but yeah, you evolve, and then for the first time ever, it breaks your heart because all of your <laughs> Back to zero. all of your evil points get taken away, and all of your evolution gets taken away. And you walk through a weird mirror door and end up uh, early creatures of land, the amphibians, three hundred to two hundred thirty million BC. And I believe. No, I think we all become the same type of amphibian, but your color. Is yeah. dependent upon the color that you were. I was purple. That's all I remember. Oh, oh I think I was green. No, oh, there you go. So, yeah. boo yeah. No, maybe I was green too. I know I was a purple dinosaur. <laughs> maybe, I was a, maybe I was a green amphibian. Anyway, um, and uh, and this is the boring part. Because if I'm not correct, is this what you went through? You go through the first six levels and you're kind of coasting along. And then you come to Di Bustega um, and he kind of mops the floor with you. Um, Just jumps on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he, he mops the floor with you. And then you go back and you're like, okay, I got to grind. And there is just this boring back and forth with, what is it? The, the dinosaurs that ram slow. you and... The other dinosaurs. Oh, we're not, that, we're not those yet. Oh, no, we're, wait. We're just at the amphibians no. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, what What are the two things you eat? They're only worth like 15 XP apiece. They're, they're kind of like the same as you, where they're just like little mini amphibian like type okay, cab yeah. hole creatures. Um, yeah, it's that, but that's, that's the way. But they don't give a lot of XP. And you, yeah, you really have to farm a lot here. Ever. Yeah, it's it took a long time, um, especially because the the bot that that's that first boss encounter. He's basically a large version of your first evolution at this point. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely is. Um, I think I jacked up jaws uh, and uh, body, and I had something that like had spines on it or something, so that when he came up from underneath me, like if he jumped and I was standing on a ledge, it would hurt him instead of mm -hmm. me. And yeah, I think I, 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 did, I definitely out. did the jaws in the body. I didn't do the, the spiky back, though. Yeah. I don't think it was that back. It was belly. Like, I had a spiky oh, belly. belly. Yeah, spiky so belly. So I think it was part of the body choice. Like, I have, like, a sp uh, spiky belly. It wasn't one of the top evolutions for the belly or for the body. It was one of the earlier yeah. ones. But because um, I tried doing, like, tail, I think, to, like, hit him with my tail. And that I never, I never got tail to work. I got <laughs> kicking to work, but I never got tail to work. Yeah. So I, I never, yeah, kicking was because um, that's a separate button as well, which you get later, which actually yeah. was quite useful, actually. Oh, yeah. A, I think A kicks. Mm. B is jump, I think A kicks. So, anyway, but yes, yes, kicking very effective, but uh, yeah, not here. So, we haven't evolved that yet. <laughs> um, what I did learn from him, though, was my whole life got easier if I jumped a lot. So, this started a long yes. trend of me. Um, souping up my uh, my my uh, jump, my my vert. I had a wicked vertical, um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, 
Especially after you kill Debustega, you get a decent amount of uh, XP. Uh, I think I was able to do it right away, is get the strongest. I forget if it was tail or feet, but one of them gave me the jumping ability. And it varies with the dinosaur. The, the amphibians and the dinosaurs are kind of blending together a little bit on me. Um, but I know I was jumping high in both of them. No, 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 because the dinosaur is bipedal. And on this one, I was on four legs. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I must have had tail. And then if you can with feet, I must have had feet as well. Because uh, I was able to jump almost the entire height of the screen at the end. Mm. Yeah, insects were breeze for me. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. That's what I thought when we were after you finish this guy. Yeah, you go for a long slog of insects, and they're just they're just no trouble whatsoever. Eating bees. Um, well, well, maybe. I'm curious as to what you went through. Uh, before we go into the bee boss, uh, is there anything you want to talk about with the levels themselves, other with the insects? Um, the only thing worth mentioning is that I, I spent a lot of time. There's like a little kind of cockroach section where they're all kind yep. of rushing at you, and I found that was a great place to farm for. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Um, in fact, you just uh, you just kind of if you're a hopper, you can literally hop one to one. They they do that in that group, and then I just stacked up like two or three of them, and then I'd eat it once, and I think they were like thirty XP a piece or something. Like they were really easy mm. things, and so yeah, I got to soup up very fast. Uh, very fast. I think that was called the land of the insect. So, but, uh, mm. but yeah, they were, they were, they were pretty easy. Um, it, it came quite, quite rhythmic as well, even though, yeah, it is, it's a, it was a grind, but you know, you just kind of got used to the button presses and you just went from left to right. And then I just turned around and went the other way and went just kept doing that until I maxed out everything. Yeah, well, and here's the other thing. And I did not max it out because I didn't want my agility to go down. I wanted the vert. So anytime I would evolve and it would kill my vert, I would mm. de-evolve back. I'd remove it. Um, yeah, because you could do that. We've got to mention that. Yeah, yeah. That's the other cool thing is, again, it's gear, man. <laughs> it's gear you pay to de-evolve. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I while we're on the subject of fucked up things, um, so <laughs> there is a little bit of a rescue mission that involves uh, Debustega where right isn't this the no god it's dinosaurs again no, jumping again <laughs> yep. but with the insects they are grabbing small animals aren't they aren't they grabbing, grabbing small, amphibians? small amphibians yeah yeah so they're eating amphibian babies so they're baby killers um and i would eat the i would go after the insects but occasionally i would eat an amphibian at the same time because well pff, yeah, friendly fire <laughs> look it wasn't it, they they were in the crossfire we like to call these innocent bystanders but what they really were were they were uh they were just in the wrong so place I'm at the wrong finished. time yeah right yeah <laughs> they were stronger they would have been able to survive my bite anyway um but i didn't actively pursue it so this is a part that was really easy for me and i'm curious if it wasn't so easy for you which is the bees the the bosses the king the King Bee was easy. King, King Bee wasn't so Stupid bad, easy. I thought. I, I still died on him. <laughs> really? Okay. No, this I is did. the one time I didn't. Didn't die Very on the King Bee. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that was fucking easy. But I didn't mm. know there was a queen coming up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you kill him and you're like, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, why don't you talk a little bit about what he does? Now, mind you, I was a jumper. So I kind of... Because I wasn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of didn't have to worry about dodging much of his stuff. I just jumped and kind of attacked him uh, into a corner. But that's kind of what I did with the queen bee as well, only the way she functions, you have to be a little, you have to be a little stronger than that. You have to do uh, different things. But um, did he shoot the stingers? 
Yeah, he did. He, sh he did shoot okay. stingers. Yeah, so this that was is... his main thing. He he didn't really lunge at you. He just shot stingers. That was his main. Well, he would come attack, down he... at you, wouldn't he? For like one. Yeah, but it wasn't as devastating as the queen one. <laughs> right, and so I think the pattern I used, but maybe it was the same. Does the queen fight you the same way? I'm trying to remember now. Not really. It's slightly. That's why, because that's the I, I foolishly kind of went into the queen thinking you do the same with this one. With, with it, the king bees, fairly straightforward. Where if you get the jumping down appropriate, if you like diagonally just going towards it, and you keep doing that sort of um, pattern, you can kind of get him stuck in a loop, and then he's yeah. very, very easy to take down. Okay. Yes. Yes. For this one, yeah. No, he didn't do much. He had the stinger, but he doesn't do too much with it. No, it's the queen bee I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got her. I got her thing down. I got her pattern down very easily. Um, but uh, I don't know. Are we ready to talk about the queen? Well, before we talk about the queen, the one thing I found quite funny with the intermission between there is you get this little mosquito that turns up and he goes, oh, I didn't like the king bee anyway. And he's sort of basically directing you to keep going ahead of your adventure. The oh, best yeah. part here, though, is you can actually kill that mosquito. When he's oh, you can. He gets off screen. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Which, is, which, which I thought was fantastic. But he will, he will reappear later regardless of what you do, though. So, <laughs> I just, it, just, it just amused me that you could do that. And it kept solidifying the fact that I figured, yeah, I'm definitely the bad guy in this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you quickly find out that Mosquito is basically just, um, he doesn't like you really. He's just, um, I don't know, well, he's, he's just, he kind of, I think he's trying to lure you into a trap. What does it really feel like? He just got turns around and just says, ha ha, I tricked you. I'm bad, really. I like the queen bee. And, um, he, and then she appears, basically. Mm -hmm. And gives you a little speech about killing her husband. <laughs> which yeah, she's like, what the fuck game. did you do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but with her pattern, what I noticed was you basically you don't even attack her. You basically have to run and she shoots a pattern yeah. of three stingers at where you are. And so if you are fast enough, and remember I was all agility, I ran from the from whatever side of the screen I was on to the other side of the screen, to the corner, and mm -hmm. it would dodge all three stingers. Then I'd quickly turn around because I'd have to bite at her when she jumped down and it's a timed jump. And see, I could go high, so I didn't care if I landed on her or not, but if I landed on her, I'd do damage. And then I could usually jump up and take a couple bites out of her while she got back into position. But... Once she got to her like height position, then the next thing you have to do is get to the corner and then start your run to the other side. And again, like a lot of boss battles in this game, you have to get that pattern down to a science or you're going to yeah. die. Um, and she did a decent amount of damage with each stinger. The stingers are more devastating than anything else, I think. Well, I kind of thought that bite was pretty devastating. I think that takes or maybe up it's a the huge bite. chunk of it. Yeah, maybe it's the bite yeah. that does more than... yeah. But either way, uh, I managed to take her out first go. It's the only boss I managed to take out first That's go. Great. Yeah, king and queen bee. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, did, did the did the twofer um, on that one. Uh, but uh, the problem is, is it, it caused me to rely too much on agility. And agility is mm. not one of the stronger attacks, especially once you get into dinosaurs. So... The, um, the other handy thing about queen bee to talk about is that the this is one of the few boss battles which you could just if you die it didn't really matter too much because you could just simply just start the whole encounter again because it was like a its own enclosed level oh it was okay cool that's the one place i couldn't tell but it did that for a couple of other um yeah yeah so uh but yeah 
Oh, after you take out <laughs> Regenerator's playing the the, uh, the Wicker Man uh, cut oh, where he talks yeah, about the bees. the bees, the bees, Nick Cage, the bees, all oh, the bees. Uh, anyway, but um, but yeah. So and then you become a dino, and I oh, by the way, I wanted to name, I wanted to tell you the names of my uh, oh yeah, my build. Uh, um, I called the first one like uh like uh long jaws that's what i call them long jaws which literally was <laughs> in my opinion jaws but longer um and my amphibian i called um oh what did i it was something to the effect of bouncy jelly or something Mm. I'm trying to think what that jelly was called in Mass Effect. And I'm trying not to I'm trying not to load up my my game right over here because that's not good radio. But yeah, I might have <laughs> called him like Putty Bounce. I think that was what I called oh, him now that I think about it. Um because he just looked like a big jello mold of whatever. Uh he was purple in my build. Um and he looked really fucked up because he was all spiny. Um but yeah, yeah. Didn't have very strong jaws though. I don't believe. I remember now. Uh, that shouldn't have affected jump. So maybe you did have strong jaws. But anyway. <laughs> so did you name yours or had you not gotten to that point? I, I, hadn't, I used it until the next section. <laughs> okay. Well, so then I don't know about you, but I became, do you become a different animal? I became kind of a tall, yep. I guess I had grown my body though. I had a larger body. So I became mm. a, uh, a four-legged purple dinosaur. Um, with kind of a stubbly head and a flat mouth. And he looked a lot like a purple version of Spike from The Land Before Time, which is why I named him <laughs> Lil Spike, L-I-L Spike. That um, is a great comparison, actually. Yeah, 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 that's what I called him. So, and he's as I got the kind of like laid back look. Yeah, yeah, like he's been smoking a little too much weed. Yeah, um, and, uh, and, and as I, I leveled him up, it's great because, you know, when, once they get good jaws, they get the pissed off face when they run, which is just fantastic. Oh, yeah, I love the run animations. They're yeah. Fantastic. It's either pissed off or constipated. I can't tell which. Maybe it's a combination of both, but it's a fantastic view either way. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, so. And then we enter the world of the dinosaurs, which is really where this game opens up. Yeah. Um, I think this I is really where this game becomes the game, so to speak. But uh, it's 265 million BC. I'm hoping this will probably be where our builds will differ significantly. So, um, But the first thing you hit is the amphibian and herbivore levels. So this is where I was talking about where I was fighting the, uh, the ram dinosaurs, the, the, the bony head dinosaurs. Um, mm -hmm. that's what I did. Yeah. That's where I would go grind before taking on prime frog. But, uh, um, they're a bit of a pain in the backside. <laughs> they can be, they really can be. I jumped, I learned to jump. So I gave my spike, uh, a long tail, the longest tail. So he could jump mm -hmm. pretty good, but I needed him to be more agile. So I actually went straight for making him bipedal. I had my guy mm. upright oh, before wow. ever taking on the frog. Um, did you do anything like that or no? Because no, I stayed, I stayed on all fours actually. Okay, yeah, I became a bipedal, long tail, no neck, uh, long fin. Um, let's see, I, I leveled up the fin, the the head. I had like a weird like Triceratops, 
back of the head. Um, but I had, yeah, again, a long tail. I was on two feet and I had uh, a big fin. So I looked kind of like this weird fucked up hybrid between like, a uh, what is the rhinoceros? Uh, the triceratops, the triceratops head mm. on like a spinosaurus body. is <laughs> really what I was. So, um, if you don't mind me asking, what's a little bit of detail on your build? So on my, on my build, I went for sort of, well, inevitably I ended up getting the Tyrannosaurus jaws because that's what everybody wanted to have because that gave you the, well, the yeah. best bite. So, uh, I I had the sort of the spiky body, so that, but I, I stayed on all fours though. But my my dinosaur was horrically slow. It just the jump was just awful. I actually, but um, it could like take actually, a nuclear bomb. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because um, I, you, you mentioned this earlier, but I actually did evolve into a bird later in, in, in I think it's in this Ooh. section as well. Yeah, it was in the yes, dinosaur. Yes, when you era. go up to the mount, um, the mountain, yeah. And I actually had to de-evolve because my character couldn't jump far enough. Oh no! So, so you crushed on the rocks before getting to where you needed to go, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, Holy shit. <laughs> we got there eventually. But I just thought it was really funny. It's like, oh, my character, he's, he's tough, but he's just not evolved enough in the right way. He ways. just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, that did make me laugh, though. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic. And it's uh, like gray in color as well at the end, my one is. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah, okay. Mine, again, mine was purple. I think he turned yellow. I think my guy turned yellow because I always imagined I was becoming a T-Rex because I think there is even like... Oh, hold on. I've got the name right here. Uh, what are they called at the end there? The Tyrosaurus, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, that video, that that hamster video was hilarious because they said, uh, what is a crossbreed between Tyra Banks and a Tyrannosaurus? So I always thought of that. <laughs> but I was going for that build and I had the jaws, but I didn't have anything else. Um, I think my arms were kind of stubbly too. Um, so, but uh, I kept the spike moniker though. Uh, he became tall spike and then he became fin spike. Um, and then, um, I think I ended it with, um, uh, I think the final form I called him spry spike. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm. So, and I was, I basically saved like five versions of spike. So, you know, that was, that was my Mm. fun little evolution of the dinosaur, but, um, I don't know. You want to talk about, uh, you want to talk about anything else before we jump into uh, the first boss, Mr. Prime Frog? I know. I, was, I think yeah, I was going to say that's probably. Uh, yeah, let's move on to Prime Frog. I mean, before you get to Prime Frog, I mean that you you in this sort of opening section, you find out that a Triceratops has sort of lost his son. Now, oh, yeah. if you're stupid like I was, you can actually attack the Triceratops. You can think that you think, no, I'm I can I'm almighty and awesome. So can, and can you take just down walk by him? Yeah, you can just walk by him. You don't even need really? to jump over him. Okay, because I jumped over him. I didn't hit him because I had a great vert. I was fucking Horace Grant. But, like, I always wondered, like, what if you tried to jump him and missed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would attack him, and I'm sure he'd get pissed off. Um, but uh, I always thought about that. I was like, oh, somebody probably tried to jump you, you him and miss. You can't missed. beat him, I think. I think he's, like, not unbeatable. <laughs> um, I did try once. I had to know. Oh, yeah. So I did try to attack him. Um 
I was doing, I think, 10 points per jump on his back. And what I would do is I would give myself enough stuff. So I would jump on his back. Like, he would run to the left after me. I would jump on his back heading right. I would bounce off his back because I would get the right angle and end up far enough away that he would turn around. He would run at me again. I would start my jump. And I played that... God, I was going on damn near. I counted it. I probably did like almost 200 points of damage to him and never got hurt. Yeah. And I just got bored and I just was... died. Mm. So I don't think you I, can I kill him now. I think he's got some un- horrific yeah. amount of hit points. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's beatable, but like, but he wants to do that. His kid's already been kidnapped. He's already having a bad day. Now you're going to fuck with him? Like, come on. <laughs> Be a pal. You can even tell he tells you to leave him alone as well. Yeah, he's like, oh, come on. I don't want to fuck you up, but I will. I will totally fuck you up. Just don't make me. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, so on your little, as you move on from there, you quickly, um, yeah, you find his son. He's being sort of kidnapped by frogs. And when you revisit that same level, you come across the frog boss. The prime is- frog. He's pretty straightforward, I thought, really. I, I, I didn't know if you had too much trouble with this one. Uh, No, but fuck the babies. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, the yeah. babies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Because when they launch off her back... Ugh. <sighs> <laughs> That's a word for it. <laughs> they were annoying me because... Uh, and I, I wrote these notes, so I, I, we need to, I need to get back into them. But um, uh, I felt that the hitboxes were quite terrible in the dinosaur area. Uh, hit. No, I'll probably agree with that, actually. Yeah, yeah, like they just didn't. Um, uh, hit. Uh, hit boxes were just terrible in this, and um, the the frogs in particular were terrible when you're trying to bite them if you're bipedal because you're taller than they are, uh, and you can bend down and and eat the frogs, but it was just a pain in the ass. Uh, the plus side was they dropped so much uh, like meat and whatnot that was helpful that it wasn't too big of a deal. Uh, for me, uh, I was able to mm. easily heal up when I needed to. So they were my curse and my savior, you know, mm. um, at the same time. Because I was on all fours, I think that made it a bit easier for me. Probably. Because so, I was always I was lower you down. You were just ready to take it. I get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, attack. <laughs> I died quite a few times on this. Uh, not afraid to say. Uh, so, but I eventually, you know, eventually came out on top. Eventually fucked that mom up. But then I forget when you kill her, do her kids still come after you? I was there like an afterwards no, no, thing. No, okay, so she does just die and drops a mm-hmm. bunch of food. Okay, just making sure. But fuck the babies. Did I say fuck the babies? I might have said fuck the babies. <laughs> That's probably not an out of context form to say. Uh, but uh, but well, yeah. To tape. <laughs> Dave is like, that's not good parenting form to attack someone with your babies. Yes, yes. Like this Halloween, if I had seen the clowns, I wouldn't have thrown my daughter at them. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, but with the Prime Frog down, this, this game really starts to open up. This is a big map. Um, mm-hmm. Much bigger than the previous one. Uh, and you basically fight uh, some more of the... Uh, some more of the random herbivores. There's like a triceratops, right? And there's pleosaurs. And then uh, you eventually get told to go to Mount Brave. Um, so you mm-hmm. go climb to the top of Mount Brave. Um, and most people probably just get to the top and go right, which is what I did. But Jam, there's an alternative. You can go left and provided that you have any spring in your step. 
<laughs> you can take a leap of faith. And I think when you go to that ledge, doesn't it tell you to take a leap of faith? I didn't even go to the ledge, yeah. so. Yeah, it does tell you to take a leap of faith. Okay. Um, and you did. And jump. Mm-hmm. And so what happens? You, you turn into kind of like a sort of dinosaur bird like hybrid but it, it doesn't look like a pterodactyl though it just looks kind of like a little like a lizardy bird yeah i've seen it yeah it's like a scaly bird um but the annoying thing is is you start back from your beginning stats again it's like yay oh right because <laughs> a new evolution yeah yeah so yeah it's time to start over um so i was always like no no i changed my mind no <laughs> well but you still play the same levels right because it's just like if you yeah. had once you're there you still are on mount brave right with it completed yeah, you're still on Mount Brave, and then you can exit the level. Okay. Um, but what you're supposed to do um, after that is there's a like kind of like a float. There's a cloud that's floating around <laughs> on the the world map. You're supposed to go to that cloud, and then you, as the bird character, you will automatically fly up into the cloud bit, and you go to an additional level there. Um, ah, yes. Which the... is what what leads to the yeah, you know, we go into space basically. Uh-huh. Uh, Excuse me. Yes, uh, that level is called the River of Asteroids. Um, did you before play that though? Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. I played through that bit. Um, before you do that though, you um, fly around in this kind of like cloud, lightning cloud thing, uh, where you can find the dragon build, which is that's when I finally learned to save. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, at least evolution. you got to save the dragon build. I never even got to play with the dragon build. It How is that? Bad ass. Okay. <laughs> so, I got that impression. Very, very useful but... later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, doesn't last very long, but that that's like the character you want to save for later for sort of boss encounters and stuff because he has a, I think he has like a whopping 150 hit points, which is pretty good for your character. Oh yeah, um, does a lot of damage, and of course he can fly as well, and he's like a pre-made um, flying character. Right. Um, so yeah, you fly through that. It's it's a quite a maze section as well. This so it takes me it takes you a while to kind of navigate where to go, and if you go the right way, you go up into space, and then. The reason space is quite handy is that you can go you go up into these kind of like little asteroids and you can find a blue crystal which will give you I think it's ten thousand Evo points yep. so you can practically max out your um, flying character who sucks at the moment and then move on with the rest of the game and you do get to see the alien you get a kind of yes. a sneak peek of what the ending is going to be you get to see the alien yes, guy right. hanging out up there what is his name Fitbit or whatever his name is. Something um, like that, and um, you also come across a few sort of um, sort of di- like I think dinosaur like flying dinosaur characters who are saying that, that they've they've been like kidnapped or something. Which like, is, Holy shit! Help us out. Oh, pardon my yawn. Jesus, I don't know where that's coming from. And then, and then you then you eat them anyway. Because <laughs> yep. so, obviously, because you're the good guy. Yes, indeed. So, um, and then uh, you progress through and. Yep. Oh, yeah, there were random mammal areas, dinosaurs, and then you come to the Tyrosaurus, uh, who ask you name. if you want to join them. <laughs> yes, now that's an interesting one. <laughs> I said yes. I ended the I game. said yep. 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 <laughs> you become a fossil, you get some kind of alternative ending, and then you get dropped back to the map, and they're like, why don't you try that again? <laughs> <laughs> they know, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Um, that, that's a regular theme, is you're supposed to say no to every time they tell you to join them. <laughs> Yes, yes. You will be asked this more than once. Uh, Three and times. Yes, and you should say no each time. Um, I, I thought this was like a, the little the uh, the drug message or the gang message in the game. Right, <laughs> yeah. Gangs are bad, children. Do not join the gang. Do not take over. Do not join the species trying to take over the world. Um, but yeah, so. 
Um, but like, like the uh, we had the listener mail earlier, I see from that point of view that it's actually quite clever doing this because it does make you think because they are only fighting for their survival. But it just felt like the alternative endings you see were kind of funny and quirky. <laughs> they were just kind of like, hey, oh, you idiot, you you chose the dinosaur side, you died anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that impression. Because <laughs> um, I didn't want to let go of the dinosaurs. Again, I choose not to become a mammal mm-hmm. uh, my first time through this, but... Um, the Tyrosaurus, I didn't have too much of an issue with. Uh, it was a weird, what? Yeah, they're pretty straightforward, I thought. Yeah, it was a weird divergence from, you know, after the big bosses at the end. I was actually surprised that, uh, you move into the Ice Age, um, and you don't unevolve. So I was like, oh man, is this the, the same chapter? And then it says Ice Age, you know, you kind of go through and you end up in the Ice Age. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe not. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, but this is, this is from now on, you don't de-evolve by beating a level. So. Yes. Which is good. Yep. <laughs> and so you, you get dropped in the ice age, 65 to 36 million BC. And, uh, one of the first places you come to is the cave of judgment. Oh, we should probably mention just before the cave of judgment that sure. you, you get greeted with that kind of quite unpleasant cutscene um when oh, um, you yeah, finish dinosaur, where, where you see all the dinosaurs get massacred by the asteroids you do yes you watch it's like huh. yeah you watch them all die <laughs> yeah You're and then you get to walk through the door yeah <laughs> so um that's yeah, why the cave, cave of judgment is important because you come across the ghosts of the um triceratops yes you do yes you do um and this is where, uh, isn't it like your decisions basically decide whether or not you can become a mammal? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where you decide you either evolve into a mammal or you stay as what you are, basically. Right. And I stayed as what I was, but I saved. So I was smart enough there. Yeah. Um, but you can go back. I hear you can just go back anytime as long as you're still on the level. So yeah, that's good to know. But, uh, but yeah, I stayed as a, uh, a dino and I'll just, I'll just cut to the, quick because there's just a bunch of like cave ofs where you fight different things um i just i had no problem with uh, the mammoth brothers but the bird king mm-hmm. fucked me something raw <laughs> to the point that after th- like three hours i think of trying to just you know get through his stuff and beat him i finally gave up went back and, and did the mammal path so mm-hmm. yeah i couldn't do it the figures the path is the kind of supposed to take really it always feels like although oh, yeah. you 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 immediately regret it i certainly immediately regret it because you get turned to a hot rubbish mouse with 20 hit points <laughs> yes yes you are this is a part where uh, there are times where you have to run and not fight yeah so not always a smart in fact i had to do a lot of running in this early bit as the mouse because oh, yeah. the mouse is just too just just cannot cannot hold his own well yeah and you find some lone lizards and stuff and you're like oh shit (laughs) or or like dinosaurs and stuff and yeah you got to be careful um Mm. what was it the land of survival with the tyrosaurus tribe uh they're still still, still around yeah and you're like oh shit (laughs) you cannot fight them do not do do not try it (laughs) um so uh but i was going a lot of people had different upgrade paths um on this one, I'm trying to remember what path I went. I think I went cat. I became like a big cat. Mm-hmm. So did you, what did you do? Did you do the rhinoceros or? Yeah, I kind of went to that, so that rhino, yeah. um, the, the direction. And um, 
But although to begin with, I was a an adorable mouse with um, antlers, which I nice. thought was kind of cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Why not? I was a mouse with dog's teeth for a while. That was fun. Um, <laughs> big old brutal canines. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, it's probably this section is where you can get some really weird bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really can. Um, I thought, uh, I, I, yeah, they were all pretty amusing. Um, but yeah, eventually I had to stop fucking around. And I had to start doing stuff because they weren't very useful. But um, you do have to go back and do some of this crazy stuff, though, if you want to become a human, I should point out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, I think the humans, the beginning of the next chapter, though. That's, I think, when I did it. But maybe you can do uh, it right do you, away Can here. you do it early? Maybe you can. Yeah, maybe you can. Mm. But the trick yeah, is, I, I, what is it? It's uh, rabbit head. Yeah, yeah rabbit head. Um, something body. Uh, I forgot. I've got, I've, got, I've got it on my notes. Hold Deer on. body. I'll get it up. There it is, Tom. There was a specific um, route to it. Hold on. I'll get it in a second. If we just move on, I'll get it in a moment. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Th so there's a weird build you have to do, but I was using a fact to get to it, like at this point. But um, but yeah, uh, had some fun with the Mammoth Brothers uh, jumping on their backs, basically. Uh, they were pretty easy to... Yeah, they were pretty easy. Actually. Yeah, to fight uh, all three of them. And, and, and you only face them one at a time, right? That's right. Yeah, they're only um, one after the other. Yeah, so and I thought that was weird. Well. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and the cat thing, I was able to jump high again, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Again, agility build. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the fort of the bird man and then the bird king himself, that was a little bit of a bitch. That, that felt kind of surreal, that section. It was just like, what's going on? Because they're starting to go into this sort of section of like a fortress and these, uh -huh. they have spears and they're riding on triceratops and these like bird creatures. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fucked up. There were things riding things that had no business riding things uh, is basically the way I can, I can put it. But mm. yeah, it's a, it's a weird place. Um, uh, again, I was just kind of just... I used my height, but there's a lot of flying things, so <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a little bit of a pain in the ass. Um, and then uh, and then there's also like teleporters and stuff. Uh, but you eventually find your way to the the bird king. So and he asks you and to again, join him. And again, he asks you to join him. <laughs> and you say yes, no. Um, but. Uh, Actually, at this point on, I said no because I was trying to grind through the end of the game. Uh, I said no because I was worried about that. I thought I'd get bumped back to the beginning. And that, that little fortress section took me a while to navigate through. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's like a maze. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Bird King was a little easier as uh, a mammal because I had more traction. That was the big problem with the dinos was I didn't have enough traction in the Ice Age. Um mm. And, uh, and then when I got to him, I didn't have a good way to attack him because jumping on him isn't really, doesn't work so well. And I wasn't great with the jump and bite. Um, it didn't work out very well for me. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. What were you at this point? What, what form did you take? Well, I was, I was like the triceratops kind gotcha. of, okay. uh, not, sorry, not triceratops, rhino. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So how did you <laughs> kind of handle him? Um, well, because of 
limited jump kind of um, ability. I, you had to get up. The, the trick for him was really to kind of get up high, really, mm-hmm. and then you could um, you could kind of sort of spam him from there. It, it, you really don't want to be jumping on top of the bird creature, though. No, that um, was the mistake I was making. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his orbs are a bit of a pain in the backside, but um, if you're able to kind of get him stuck into like one of the top court, like top left or the top mm-hmm. right, is he's actually quite sort of uh, manageable that way. That's how um, I took him out. Yeah, because he's he's, he's a huge a character. Of, yeah, his sprite is like a third of the screen, and so you can get mm. you can get him stuck and kind of stun lock him um, by just mowing down. I think I got in good like five or six bites every time he would get stuck. So. That was that was kind of how I got through him, mm. um, and then you move on to uh, to the the uh, area of the yeti. Yep, yep. another take on marriage one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, this is the one where everyone feels horrible about themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but uh, uh, the biggest problem I had with him was he had a weird angle with his jump. Yeah, yeah, he's, I found it quite hard to kind of um, time it correctly because I, I found I was always for some reason just jumping too early, and he mm-hmm. was again, he was just, he was just jumping on top of me before I could get on him. Yes, um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I eventually took him down, and then uh, here comes the little boy, and he's crying about his uh, yep. dad, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, but before you have much time to think about it, in comes uh, mom. Oh yeah, and yep. uh, and and she jumps in, and she's bigger and and stronger. Mm-hmm. Instead of punching, and, um, she slaps, but slaps take more damage. Uh, <laughs> God, the whole that move. Because I think like... <laughs> I think I had like sixty five hit points, and each hit was like a third of that. Yeah, so. I think it's just freeing you down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the punch didn't do as much. I I could take like six of those, but yeah. Um, she also has like a little breeze projectile where she sort of blows breeze mm-hmm. at you, which is not too bad. It's better than the slap. <laughs> which, yeah, but it still does like shit. ten. Um, it was mm. it was tough. Um, mm. But uh, it's yeah. worth pointing out by this point. I think you would have had this as well. I had the kick by this point, which actually proved quite useful for her. I, I had the kick as well, and that was that was kind of what helped when she would come after me with the slap. You had to just rear it up and just. <laughs> you rear it up <laughs> yep and then once you do it then uh outruns the yeti child again and yeah again you killed my parents and you asshole and then and then guy goes good for you i know yeah <laughs> good for you um well good job yeah on to the next section so and then you enter the the last part which is early man 7f 26 to 3 million bc um, and, uh, and yeah, this is where I immediately leveled up to a human as much as I could. Um, I, uh, I basically trying to remember where I did it. It was, oh, I've got the, oh, I've got the thing here now. Yeah. I've got, okay. I've got it uh, up. So, um, yeah, to do the human, you had to evolve, you had to evolve the cat to into the cat jaws, um, evolve a rabbit's body. And, and once, once you have those two, you evolve to the, uh, Ramo, Ramo Lucas body. Yeah, Ramo Lucas. Uh, yeah, 
and um, this will turn you to the hunchback monkey. Yep. Yep. And, and then you have that option, as you might remember, with the mermaid stuff, is where you just keep evolving, keep evolving. You know, it says keep evolving further, mm-hmm. costs 2,000 EVO points, and you just keep doing that, and then you turn to the human with the club, basically. Yeah, and I don't think I got all the way there before, because in early man, you do come back to uh, a large portion in the ocean. Yes. And there I followed the fac and got to the mermaid. Uh, actually, hold on. Which is pretty straightforward, actually, in the mermaid. It's not too... Yeah, actually, that it, final you, ocean's yeah. not till much later in the thing. No, I think with all these domains, with all the domains of the different creatures, I think I was able to... Uh, Right around when I got to the first humans that are like throwing rocks at you and whatnot. Yeah. I monkeys. think I was a human by then. Mm. Bipedal human running around with a tomahawk. Uh, kind of looked like the guy from Legendary Axe. Um, I was good to go. I was good to go. Mm-hmm. So um, you take on a bunch of different cool. stuff. Um, we should also mention it. It might be why French we haven't really talked much about this. Is the the overworld map now by this point is pretty much evolved into the current world map as well. You can clearly see sort of Africa and um, the, oh, yeah. the yeah the main con- main continents. Um, but if you if you go back and look at all the previous world, like, you can gradually see that uh, evolution of the <laughs> of the earth, <laughs> which I, was, I thought was a nice touch. I like that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, excuse me, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, I, I agree with you. Um, and you eventually do come to the yeah again with the Cro-Magnon humans or whatever the the monkey humans. They they are monkey humans actually. They're more kind of like monkey men. Um, and then at the very end of this, uh, guess what? I think it's the sun. The sun has woken up. And well, actually, we're millions of uh, years he's later. A no, yeah, because he it says something the about the the great great grandfather, bad child being abandoned or something, and he's <laughs> okay. There you go. So I they hold that, a, yeah. they hold a grudge for several generations. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. And you take him on. So, um, but yeah, um, and uh, he's 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 a little brutal because he does combo moves. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> He's got the little Mac uh, jab, 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 uppercut. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know. Uh, for me, it was just jumping around and axing at his head. Mm. Um, died a bunch of times. I don't want to talk about it, but. Uh. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's not really much to say about the um, yes, by this point. It always felt a little bit out of place compared to the rest of the sort of the, the, rest of the section. Yeah. I would agree. Mm. Yeah. Because the next part, you go and refight the Queen Bee. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Was this Just so was much harder the second time around for me? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, well, you, you had a different evolution at this point, so you didn't have the kind of the ideal build. Probably. Well, and she switches up the game, too. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was a very different uh, universe. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, she doesn't take too many hits, but good luck, like, hitting her. Uh, but yeah, it's all super fast. Anyway, yeah, my timing had to rechange because the only time I hit her was when she would swoop down at me, um, and uh, and that timing is is still something to get down. So I don't know. Sorry, there's not too much to say with these levels. Trust me, they're long. Trust me, they're hard. Oh. Uh, but. Mm. This last this last sort of chapter is um, quite rather interesting because most of the levels are really just you 
seeing modern animals like there's the domain of the otters there's the domain of the bears there's the lions it's just like and by this point you're probably souped up to so you don't really need to do a lot of grinding either so you're fully equipped (laughs) well yeah and that's why when you get to the ocean part at the end you can really move into the mermaid pretty easily i think you go seal dolphin uh i forget what the fish was called and then mermaid um oh i've got that as well hold on i just have that in front of me sure uh yeah because they they that i found that the mermaid evolution was a lot easier yeah you basically in whatever your current form is when you're in the ocean you you basically just choose evolve further and you go to the seal to the dolphin to (laughs) they call it the goofy fishy thing (laughs) there you go see that's a a fact obviously and then you go to the mermaid (laughs) nice um and when you're the mermaid, actually, everything's pretty damn easy, I'll be honest. Yeah, um, he, you're, you're a badass mermaid. Yeah, fighting <laughs> the little things. The mermaid does a ton of damage, and so you get to the boss, which is called the Rogan King. Um, and oh, he's... Did we mention as well that Gaia has sent you on a, a mission to annihilate these <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know why she's decided to... Does she say why she wants you to take him out? It, she no, no, she actually asks you, can you do me a favor? And just take yeah, out she says, brothers. can you do me a solid? I just don't understand what it is. Uh, like, I forgot what his, I don't know if they ever tell you the reason. But either way, yeah, she just asks you to, she goes, oh, by the way, can you kill him for me? So you're like, all right, what's up? Uh, you know, I want to get with you anyway, so I might as well do you a favor. Um, but yeah, uh, he's pretty easy because you can just run up, bite him, and swim away real fast. And even some of his... Uh, area effects and stuff don't really do much to you you could choose to join them as well and that that was my favorite um yes i did not choose to join him what happens if you choose to join him (laughs) well this one this one i found incredibly entertaining because it fast forward in time just like the dinosaur one but but this time um the rogan get caught in a fishing net by humans yeah it's a big sort of middle finger to you going ha 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 you're you know this is what haven't you learned by now yeah (laughs) so um and you know what? Actually, I take it back. I was following this fact. I was actually following the same fact you're probably on. Uh, then we come back to the Tyrosaurus, and this was where I took the Rogan King's XP and became a human. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was a cat for that other stuff. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, and then it's pretty much a hop, skip, and a jump to the end. What? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you Entrance can take on Cro-Mane. And Chromane pissed me the fuck off because he can knock you off that ledge and you have to restart the... You have to go back in there. Yeah. And you're yeah. down health, oh, too. Yeah. So you're like, I can't even restart this boss battle. Just kill me next time. That, that I found it quite funny that he literally just baseball bats you out of the level. You're <laughs> like, what the fuck? <sighs> oh, it was frustrating. Um, but eventually I learned his stuff. But yeah, there were a bunch of times where he would knock me off and I was just like, oh... Come on. And then you're fighting what, like aliens? <laughs> Are those aliens? Yeah, it gets a bit weird by this stage. Aliens <laughs> riding fish? Like, oh, Jesus, there's a bunch of weird things. There's, yeah. The dino riders are there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> I, I was kind of just skipping the enemies by this point because I was a human as, um, by this stage as well. I thought, well, I'm maxed out. I'm just going to kind of just. <laughs> skip, I jumped skip through, to but I end. had to kill when I needed to so I could get yeah, health. Yeah. But yeah. And then you finally get to the end and you do get to start the final battle, which thank God you start up on him, but it, whatever it is. But this was really um, tough. Um, 
Bullbox, the the final boss, mm-hmm. who randomly spawns different oh. things to fuck with you. <laughs> but I don't. My favorite bit about this boss, Bullbox, was that his little speech about he says, "I'm gonna get with Gyra and mate with her." <laughs> it's just the, it's the most. And you're like, okay, you're loosely phallic looking, so there's that, but you don't have a solid form, bro. And I think we're in a womb already, because uh, <laughs> you are. It's, it's like the end yeah, of yeah. Uh, Splatterhouse, where you're like in this. Uh, fleshy area actually splatterhouse where you're beating the heart the second to the last level where you're in like the alien spawn womb uh mm. and there's also uh I'm, I'm sure contra many people would say contra the last level but um but yeah yeah and you fight Bullbox, who in and of himself is really easy it's just the things he throws at you are a big pain in the ass and they're random as well because mm-hmm. i because i've played for this a few times and um You'll love this, Fred. When I did the run that I managed to finish him on, um, his last um, ball was the one where he gives you health. <laughs> it's just like really, believe that. it or not, I think yeah. that happened on the Watch Out for Fireballs guys too. Mine was yeah. the one that I won was beautiful. He gave it to me like the third or fourth sponsors exactly <laughs> when I needed. It. I said, "Oh, thanks, bro. Oh, you're the best." I think it gives you like a hundred points or something. But mm. uh, yeah. There's two like there's two silly ones like that. Well, well, that was a useful one. But there's one where it's just like a little cockroach as well. Yeah, a little cockroach just shits out, and you're like, "Thanks for the meat." Um, <laughs> it doesn't do much for you. But a couple of the other things is uh, he can throw out the big jellyfish, um, which yeah. is a oh, big version. Then he goes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's a big version of the guy you you met at the beginning. Um, yeah, oh yeah, he was a pain. So, uh, but and you can. That was the one I think I struggled with the most, actually. The the fit the flight the fish one. It's like ugh. oh yeah, the fish one was was a pain in the ass. Um, there are uh, there's even like a boss that uh, the Bustega comes back and he's a bitch. Yeah. Um, most of them are just retreads of enemies you faced already. Like it's got the one the bird one well, of the bird guards Birdman's, from the yeah. fortress. Um, Again, just a really souped-up version. One of them is quite straightforward, where it's literally just a dinosaur, and you can take it out pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, I like the dinosaur. Like I like taking on the dinosaur. Um, I think for me, it was the fact that I got the the kind of the fish and the debus they got out of the way the first half, and then I got the meat. Yeah. And then I was able to kind of take on... um, I know the... the, the, uh, there was a dinosaur. The dinosaur was my second to the last, and then my last one was the Birdman. So, yeah, which is quite an easy one to finish on as well. But I want to say I played this boss battle for almost two hours. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Probably about twenty, twenty-five times, and then dropped to my fucking knees because it's a long battle. God, you get to it's, the end. Yeah, I had to pause, go upstairs. I wanted to drink. Oh, I wanted to drink <laughs> so bad, but I didn't. I went upstairs uh, and I had a cup of coffee and like a like a mint brownie, uh, like a mint chocolate chip brownie. But uh, but yeah, so. But and and now we've come to near the end. But at the end, what happens? Well, the end. Well, at the end. Um, Gaia, you know, she says, "Oh, well, well done, good job, you." And <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, you you basically enter Eden with Gaia and starts the population depending whatever form you, you take fuck a planet but the, you fuck a planet because she becomes earth yep absolutely <laughs> you fuck that um, planet. but the the little the little curveball they throw at you is that you find out that pretty much all of this stuff you went through was caused by aliens yes the aliens were <laughs> the it, it, it was the Mars. it was the alien all along so it's the ufo ending uh 
They did it before Silent Hill. They did it just before (laughs) Silent Hill. Um, But uh, and we never talked about it. But in the age of the dinosaurs, you show up. uh, You know, all of a sudden, there's the chrono, the chrono trigger guys. They just run into the screen and run off. I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, the alien did it all along. Thanks a bunch. They do kind of hint it for a sequel, which makes sense because this was a sequel of something else. So they were they were planning on it to go well. Uh, It didn't, but they were planning on it. Unfortunately, yeah. But there you go. That's Evo Search for Eden. Um, again, we there wasn't much to talk about. I didn't think we wouldn't have gained much by talking about each individual area, but that is mm. half of yeah, this game. So I really recommend uh, there's not too much, you know, I don't think there's too much spoiled for you in this regard other than maybe some very mild plot points uh, because this game really has no plot. Um, the experience of playing it is definitely the larger part. But again, you can go easy on yourself with either save, save states or um, or uh, uh, the health cheat, the infinite health cheat. There is a there is a hacked ROM of this. I had two versions of the ROM, and the other version of the ROM gave you experience times four on everybody you bit and unlimited ah. health. So if you want to just run through wow. this game smoothly, go find that ROM. I'm sure it's in a lot of places. And yeah, like I, the first jellyfish gave me 40 XP and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and everything is like that large. So uh, that's a quick and dirty way to get through. I kind of want to go through again just to see the bird thing, but I'll probably do it on the infinite cheat uh, kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's Evo, Search for Eden. Uh, or EVO, Search for Eden. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can join along with us. Uh, next game club in two weeks is going to be uh, Diddy Kong Racing versus uh, Mario Kart 64. We did mm-hmm. Nerd Day recently. I did a live stream and stuff like that. I promise that post is coming. We're in a whole ton of pictures because people didn't really want their faces in there. But I've got some. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of fun. We did the NES competition cart and we did the Donkey Kong SNES competition cart. And then we wrapped it up with a very arbitrary game of Mortal Kombat 10 to decide Absolutely. who won. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We played a lot of retro games games um and uh and uh we played diddy kong racing and donkey kong country uh sorry diddy kong racing and uh mario kart 64 a lot and did some compare and contrast and talking to people so i'll have some testaments for you um and then next week we're coming back with the top 10 game boy games so remember we always do the community stuff start getting them in now we'll give you guys a month but let's get in the uh top 10 game boy games uh so you can hear jam and i debate them 20 games enter from each of us, 40 games total, 10 leave. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a big one. So anyway, stay tuned. And with that, uh, this is uh, we're going to go out with some Evo. Uh, yeah. But, uh, peace out. And here is some great Evo. Here we go.